What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we preview Week 13 in the NFL, starting with the People's Pick'em on Underdog Fantasy. Use code Jack for Cowboys versus Saints. We also thank you guys for listening. Spotify Wrapped is out, and a lot of you sent in your submissions. We run through our Spotify Wrap for the year. The NBA feels back. College Football Championship Weekend. Who's going to make the playoff? And we talk some MLB signings as well. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select. Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Stedman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Jack, tis the season. December 1st, we're recording. Come out December 2nd. And the first Instagram post I saw today on somebody's story, it is officially, 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 Spotify rap season. If you have Apple Music, if you use SoundCloud, Now's the time of year where you realize that you are as poverty as the Miami Dolphins franchise. But I'm not one to post my Spotify rap. That's a little personal to me. But it got me thinking, what if there was a Spotify wrapped for every everything else you do in life? Ooh. Right? Like, I saw one about on Twitter about, like, DoorDash, so you can realize how much of a fat ass you were then. Mm. But I thought about, and we need... Somebody in the Snapback fam, if we have app developers or some sort of, we need an app where you can log every single one of your takes when it Mm. comes to sports throughout the year. It's essentially just a journal of takes that'll automatically recognize the take. For instance, I don't know, Kevin Durant not to act to to not come back his full self after he <laughs> tears his Achilles. So it'll then he track didn't. your take. He didn't come back as good as his full self. He came back better. Much no, better. The year after, he did not. He averaged like point, one-tenth of a point less than his career average. So, no, he didn't. But at the end of the year, you see 7% of your takes were right. 99% of your takes were wrong. And I think that is a better way to gauge... And I want all of the media in on this, right? Mm-hmm. I want Stephen A. Smith on this app. I want Kendrick Perkins on this yeah. app. I want Dan Orlovsky on this app. God knows what his shooting percentage would be. <laughs> but I think that this Spotify wrapped opens the door for several other type of wrapped opportunities. It's like Not- old takes exposed on steroids, essentially. I like it. Yeah, but on a yearly basis. Right. And who knows? Maybe you hit on some takes and you're like, that was a fire take. Yeah. For instance when I had a take that Luke Kennard would pan out. He yeah. got paid. Yeah. He got paid. He did get paid. So if you guys have, I mean, we've gotten a ton of entries. I've been retweeting. I got a message on LinkedIn. Yeah. From Ralph, from our guy, Ralph. From, I think it's Raf. I, I think it's Ralph. Ralph. It's Shop- R-A-L-F. Yeah. R-A-L-F would be Ralph. R-A-L-P-H would be Ralph. So would R-A-L-F. You think it's Raf? Just for a yeah. second, really think through this. You think that is Raph? Yep. That's put it in the, put it in the takeout. <laughs> that is a hell of a take. Put it in the takeout. If you guys continue to uh, get your Spotify wraps, tag us at SnapbackPod on Instagram or tag us on Twitter. We've been reposting them. We really appreciate. I saw like 
I am a little confused because I saw not a snapback listener, just someone I follow on Twitter, listen to Spotify for ninety thousand minutes this year. That... I bet you my numbers would have would have done something like that. Think I think it's... I was okay. I just joined Spotify like a few months ago, oh, okay. and I I was at like eighteen thousand minutes. Wow. Yeah, we have pod listeners who are up at like thirty five thousand. I, as in they listen to us for 35,000 yes, minutes? Yes. God bless your Yeah, eardrums. that's kind of crazy. Well, one of the fun things Spotify does is they actually give our podcast a wrapped. I haven't ran this by Abe. I'm doing it live right now. What do you mean? Uh, it, it wraps like our podcasts and our fans and all the interactions. Spotify for podcasters. Here we go. On January 4th, you release your first episode of the year. NFL playoffs are set. Who is winning it all? That's got to feel good is what Spotify like comment. You know, that didn't feel good. I mean, the Ravens lost. The Eagles weren't even in it. Fuck that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. is, you got to read me every single episode we've done this year. No, no, no. That was the first episode that okay. like they're, they're just good. Okay. okay. Even though it was still hard to travel this year, your top episode transcended borders. Uh, top. Let episode- me guess. Yeah. Oh, I think I just heard you say 10th. No, no, no. Mikey interview. No. Super wild card weekend. Uh, I guess previewing or post the Ravens Lamar's fake playoff win. Makes sense. Mm. Adds up. Uh, in its first week listening, in its first week, listening peaked in Ireland on Thursdays. <laughs> Fuck with the Irish. <laughs> I, I, that's an. I guess it's because the reason why that would be is we release on Sundays because we're worldwide. We are worldwide, global Sundays and it's the same Wednesdays. That's what I just said. And so Ireland actually gets it Thursday morning first, while everyone where most is asleep. Next up was the United States on Thursday. So it's interesting. More people like the Thursday apps. This is a Thursday app. We're, we're into that. Uh, ultimately, it was played in eleven countries. Your voice you got a list. Far. Um, no, it does not list them out. Botch. Yeah. All right. Uh, you've had impressive growth this year in followers. Up 7%. Okay, fam. All right. 1% better every day. 7% better every year. We we didn't do that. 7% better every year. Uh, In 2021, you and your fans had a moment. Many of them, actually. uh, 896 fans listened to you more than any other podcast. All right. We like that. We got dedicated. Almost almost 900. 64 fans spent their birthdays listening to you. So that's on their just, birth- that's hazing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's 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 a that's, terrible birthday. Happy birthday to all of you. Hope you like cake. Um, 86 fans rang in the new year with you. I don't know what that means. Probably means that they listened to our. Yeah, our New Year's episode, maybe. Uh, which was the first. 114 fans listened to you on International Podcast Day, which must not have been a Monday or Thursday. Like that. That's dedication, too. Uh, 153 fans listen to most of your episodes. They're hanging on to your every word. Ooh, that's a shit number. No, no, because that, that's got to be a high clip. Uh, we're not sure what they play in outer space, but here's how your fans around the globe listen to you. 37% of your fans listen between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., making it the most popular. Now we're getting into analytics. Yeah. Podcast nerds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Oh, here we go. Whatever happened to the ear test? This is a good one. You released 4,724 minutes of content across 86 episodes. Please remember to drink water. Wow. That's a great statistic. Uh, Sorry for everyone who listened to almost 5,000 minutes of Abe talking. Uh, That's it. That's pretty cool. I like it. So thank you guys for listening to all these episodes. We're sorry. Whatever. Whatever it is. (laughs) Um, I would have guessed that, uh, and maybe this is just me being selfish and biased, but like the Sunday night game seven, Sixers Hawks, that Monday mm. episode was probably a big episode. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, you making me record that episode 10 minutes after that's on you was like, no, it's not. That's on Ben Simmons is one of the more fucked up things that you will have ever do to me or have done to me. You got to produce the content, baby. That's what you got to do. Raw, original, authentic, more buzzwords, whatever it is. We release some bangers. So uh, the one thing bangers. Yeah. Speaking of bangers, the one thing Spotify rap didn't include was how much fucking money we made for the fam on the people's parlay. Now known as the people's pick uh i feel really good about this one you yeah all right i do start it up so we got cowboys saints where's this game dallas in new orleans oh is it me and i think i've said this before do the saints lose primetime home games they don't normally but they also normally have they did last week and they did last week yeah on thanksgiving Mm -hmm. but we're gonna start off with a Saints player that I've never heard of, Nick Vanette, mm. under eight and a half yards. Why am I taking the under on Nick Vanette? It's pretty simple, fam. Who the fuck is Nick Vanette? It's as simple as that. Cowboys defense has improved this year. Trayvon Diggs, snapback fam. Parsons, Penn State, Penn State alum and defensive rookie of the year, maybe defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. They're going to shut down Nick Vanette. I think you told me before the episode he gets one target a game. One target a game. Here's the thing. I'll bet my money he gets a target tomorrow and it'll come on the first drive and we'll either be alive or dead on that leg before there's 10 minutes left in the quarter. Okay. And I'm going to predict the Saints to receive. Okay. Based off that. All right. Fair enough. My first... in my take app. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking in. every single like that goes in the take we're app. Gonna every people's voice... pick We're going to need voice recognition for that. Or we just, I don't know make our high school producer just write every single one of them down and lock it in yeah every single one that's true okay we'll we'll work on that on that app i like the idea though my first pick you understand eagleson has to do anything we say i am aware of that cool my first pick amari cooper over 54 and a half receiving yards cool hate it me too so i love love it it. yeah so we love it yeah he's you know he's being targeted five to six times a game now they do have Gallup back he's coming off of covid um it's a weird line look it's the same way i looked at the saints three wide receivers deontay harris traquan and marquez calway it's like who's gonna be the guy and so i'm like maybe it'll be coop and it's a lower line for a player of that caliber so I'm going with Coop. CD should be matched up against Lattimore would be my guess. So Coop over 54 and a half receiving yards. I mean, someone on the Cowboys is going to have 60 receiving yards, right? Why not Amari Cooper? Maybe two people. Maybe Let me two. ask you a question. I don't know if this is HIPAA 
or not. Mm-hmm. Have you had the vid? I haven't. Mm. So you don't really know how it affects your conditioning. Yeah. So you're kind of going blind to this one and picking a receiver out of the hat, and you're banking on the low, lower than usual if Coop was 100%. Exactly. Okay, yeah. I, can, I can get behind that rationale. Uh, my next pick, Tony Pollard, over 16 and a half yards. I think we catch this line in a great spot. There's rumors of Ezekiel Elliott because of his injury being rested. I'm not saying he's not going to play. Right now, you could take his props on underdog. However, between now and the next 28 hours, if he doesn't play, that Tony Pollard line is going to go through the roof. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard has had over 16 and a half receiving yards in, what I say, six of his last seven games. Wow. So you might say, wow, he's due not to. Mm-mm. Nope. Here's here's what I compare it to. If you're over 21 or whatever the fuck the gambling age is in your country for casinos, and you play a roulette, a lot of people play corners, they play numbers, some people play red-black. And the thought process, and I think there's some psychology to this, is when you go up to the board, there's a big board that says the screen of numbers and the colors that have hit. So when you see automatically six times in a row it's been red, the first thought in your head is the next one's going to be black, I'm going to bet on black. How many times have I done that in my life? An absolute shit ton. How many times have I lost on that method of thinking? An absolute shit ton. So, Tony Pollard's roulette table has been red, 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 black, red, red, red. So you're probably thinking, it's got to be black again. And that's why we throw on red, and we throw on Tony Pollard over 16 and a half receiving yards. And that's how you equate football to casino gambling. (laughs) The final leg to our people's pick up. Wait, thoughts? That, I'm all for it. I like the trend. I'm into it. Uh, Dak over eight and a half rush yards. I am on a black, black, black right now with Dak. He hasn't been running much, but his line stayed at eight and a half. It only takes one scamper from old Dakery to get there. And I like Dak Prescott over eight and a half rush yards. So, Are you more addicted to betting on the Falcons, Falcons as slight Falcons, underdogs Falcons, Falcons. or QB over rushing yards in people's pickums. So I guess one thing to note is the Cowboys are favored. So maybe Dak does knee out the game. Ah, game us. script. But I just like the line. I took it with Brady. He had an 11 yard carry. Um, I When I take the rush yards, it actually kind of fares pretty well for me. So I'm into it. So Dak over eight and a half rush yards. The Cowboys need this win. They're going to need – he's going to have to do whatever it takes to get him the win. And so if sacrificing that foot, that Achilles, whatever, the ankle, whatever it was, is what he has to do. He's got to run. Imagine for- Dak sacrifices another year of his prime for <laughs> the, the people's people? pick him. Yeah. If there's anything he, he to would do be for. He would be honorary snapback fam, even as a cowboy. Of course. Um, all right. So people's pick him. Nick Vanette under eight and a half yards. Who the fuck is that? Tony Pollard over 16 and a half yards. Amari Cooper over 54 and a half yards and Dak over eight and a half rush yards. Take that for 33 win 330 dangin' dollars. Week 13 in the NFL. Abe, can you believe there's only six weeks left in the NFL Thank season? God. Thank Flying God. Flying by. Can we just and fast forward to Cardinals Chiefs Super Bowl? Yeah, week 13 and the Ravens are the one seed. Which is pretty, pretty crazy. Which is the biggest indictment into how much of a fuck it this NFL season has been. And I actually think you can agree with that. No, I think it makes sense. How many Ravens times the in the best. last month, how many times in the last month have you uttered the words, 
we stink in regards to the Ravens. The Knicks? The Ravens. Uh, plenty. Plenty. But and to sit here as the one seed in week 13, when you prob- you uttered those words on Monday morning mm-hmm. after you just beat the Browns. Beat the Browns and covered. Thank you. Good teams win, great teams cover. But that is how much of a random NFL season this has been. We've I've said it years ago. Every team in the NFL stinks other than the Cardinals and the Chiefs. And the Ravens being the one seed is the biggest indictment of that. We beat the Chiefs, though, so explain that. What, in September? Yeah. Before before Omicron even existed? <laughs> before the Omi? So, yeah, maybe we stink. Maybe Lamar threw four interceptions. Maybe our defense is good. Maybe it's not. Maybe we have a brutal schedule in the year. Maybe we do. But it starts with Pittsburgh on <laughs> Somebody's Sunday. nervous. I'm not, though. Like, when you really think about it, as bad as we've played, like, because everyone else thinks, what's to say we won't continue? Like, why wouldn't we beat Schittsburg on Sunday? Probably I'm not will. saying you won't. Right. Okay. So then we play the Browns again. Why wouldn't we beat the Browns? Like, Baker you wouldn't. is so good and is a franchise quarterback, but I think we can still top them. So now we're 10-3. and three. So now what do you say? Oh, you beat Pittsburgh and the Browns twice. You're still nothing. Then we beat the Rams. Then we beat the Packers. All of a sudden, we're fourteen and three. We're the one seed. We have a Are you bye. Got, did you just say you're going fourteen and three? The, huh? Did you just say you're going fourteen and three? Not for the not for the takes app. But I'm just saying, would it shock me if we just beat all these teams? We play both those teams at home. I'm just saying. Just I could see you guys. I mean, I asked you. I said, "What time is this game start?" You said, "425 on your television." And I'm here to tell you that game will not be on my television. What will be at 425? What else is on? Is my King Kyler back? I don't know. At 425, I was gonna say, like, is Kyler coming back this season? Or yeah, he's just... no, he's back this week. He posted okay. a cool little gif on his Twitter. And my D-Hop? absolute. I don't know about D Hop, but on 425, I will be watching. Come on, come through, CBS, Jim Nance. I guess Jags Rams. <laughs> Got to get a good look at Lawrence. Got to get a good look at, at This Tila. is a statement game for Urban Meyer, as a matter of fact. What's the statement? I'm going to Oklahoma to coach their football I'm team. going to throw this game and get on the next bus to South Bend for the Notre Dame job. Okay, yeah, fair This enough. is a statement game for if the Jags cover, Urban Meyer's in it for the long run, which is 13 points. If they don't cover and get their shit blown out, Urban Meyer will be coaching at Notre Dame next year. Wow. It's a hot take, but not a bad one. The other big game in the AFC is the Chargers plus three against the Bengals. The Bengals just blew out the Steelers. Bengals. The Bengals, they just bangled the Steelers. And Vegas still hates them. It's crazy. They're home three-point favorites against a Chargers team who, like, is just – average to above average right they're not the chargers great. team is the same as every other team in the nfl right on they're good so you're okay all but right, they can me, lose to anybody all right let, which let means me, they're not actually good like the ravens right let me give you, you lost the, the raiders you lost the dolphins but right. you you beat, beat the, the chiefs. chiefs right it's beat just that kind chiefs. of nfl season where every single team minus the cardinals can lose to any other given team i'm talking houston i'm talking the jets the titans lost the Titans lost to the Jets. I'm yeah, talking Titans the Eagles stuff. can lose to anybody. It's like the top teams at the league. Nobody is <laughs> the safe. The Eagles will it. lose to the Jets this weekend, but we'll talk about that. You want to bet? 
Uh, I would I would do a I would do a wager. I'm not gonna give you odds or points because well, I'm an idiot. The Jets are, if you think the Jets are going to win, then you shouldn't need them. No, I'll take the odds. But if you, you're a bitch. <laughs> do you think the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl or Cardinals? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, if the, you if, want to bet, if, you want to bet straight up. I'll give you both. No, I'll see you in the takes app. Okay. I'll see you in the takes app. Um, the Bengals Chargers. Do you have a, a winner for that? Take that as a no. Maybe a yes. When do the when do the Bengals play the Ravens again? I think we. I think like Christmas or the week after New Year's. Christmas or New Year's. Why? What do you? What do Bengals you are going to win this game? Bengals are going to win this game. Okay. For sure. Mm-hmm. West Coast team coming east. I know the Chargers beat the Eagles at home, whatever. But I also saw a game live where the Chargers came to Baltimore and Baltimore shit pumped them. Mm-hmm. And you got the Bengals coming off two hot wins after the bye. I think they keep it rolling. They're really trying to make a play at this division and establish themselves as not cuties. But they're which, cute. They're obviously which, cute. <laughs> like Joe Come Burrow, here, baby Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> come here, Zach Taylor. Come drink mommy's titty. <laughs> The other big someone game. Photo, someone photoshopped Zach Taylor on my nipple and send it to me. The other big game in the AFC that I want to talk about, just mention, Eagleson can talk about it. The Dolphins, who have won four consecutive football games, round of applause, because they were one and seven. They're now five and seven, are four point favorites on Sunday. So without looking who they're playing, maybe you're like, okay, four point favorites, maybe they're playing a team like the Eagles and they're just four point favorites because they're at home or they're playing a team. Do you think the Eagles would be four point underdogs in hard rock? You're out of your skull. They are four point favorites against Mike Glennon and a New York giants. They that tells you everything you need to know. I'll leave it as that. The rest of the, don't even say, don't even say the dolphins are four and a half point, four point favorites against the giants with Mike Glennon. You know how you have to phrase it, Jack? The hottest team in football. Ooh. The hottest team in football is four and a half point favorites at home. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, it's cons- it's definitely Mike Lennon, long neck. No, Lennon. Daniel Jones might go now, but it, I don't think he will. If Eagleson, Dolphins fans, anybody, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about your absolute dumpster fire shit organization, then I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Any other competent, like the Eagles would be six and a half point favorites. Nope. Yeah. No, because you literally just lost to them. To Daniel Jones on the road. (laughs) It's a rivalry game division. NFC, uh, Cardinals are eight point favorites over the Bears. The Bucks are 11 point favorites over the Falcons. The Vikings are a touchdown favorite over the Lions. The Rams are 13 point favorites over the Jaguars. Looks like the top dogs in the NFC will be taking a W. The Eagles are touchdown favorites over Zacharias Wilson. You're lucky. Joe knows that whole playbook. So if you want to talk about a little insider trading, just saying, be careful over there in Phila. Jack, that's where you're wrong. Everybody knows the Eagles playbook. Screen, screen, screen. No, it's been run, 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 and then Mm. screen to Jalen Rager for negative two yards. Mm-hmm. Are you? Would you zero point zero this game? Because I don't think it's a zero point zero. I agree, you'll probably win, even though you won't. But I don't think you could. Ze- I don't think confidently you could zero point zero this and believe it. 
and believe it. That's that's the key word. Right. I cannot unbiasedly 0.00 this game. Right, right. Like, just think about how, forget football, forget the game. Just think about this podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, can't you see me sitting down before we even hit record and we're prepping for the episode to me with my hand like this? Yep. Going, I can't believe we fucking lost to Zach Wilson. (laughs) Like, look into the future. If you watch That So Raven on Disney Channel as a kid, like, that's the Raven moment. And, like, that's the only reason I can't sit here in 0.0 the Eagles winning this week. That being said, we are not losing to Zach Disney channel Wilson. That's fair. I, I think it's a fair compromise. I, I honestly, I think... didn't say that we won't lose to Joe Flacco. Let that be clear. Yeah. If no, he comes in, that would be a lot. If Joe Flacco comes in, it's a 10 point game. <laughs> Eagles are up, uh, 13, three, 10 minutes left in the second quarter. Joe Fla- Zach Wilson gets hurt. Joe Flacco comes in. Mm-hmm. How fast would you hit that live line Jets money line? I already hit it. I already like before I already, I finish my sentence. Yeah, I already have the wager pending. It just is a matter of if he gets injured. So I'm proud of you though that you at least admitted that. Uh, we're gonna take. A quick we're not break. gonna lose the Jets after the break. The sure. NBA is back. Like it's fun. People are watching. I don't know. Bam out of bio out in college football championship weekend. Also the MLB. We're gonna do it all. In just a short amount of time, we'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, fam, we are back, and so might be the NBA. For the first time all season, 20 games into the year, and we actually had a good night of basketball. Knicks in Brooklyn, great game, comes down to the last shot of the game, and then we see Warriors versus Suns. Look, it's a game. It was a game on November 30th. The results of the game obviously mean nothing. It's just one of 82, but... It was like a fun from seven to midnight. If you're into that type of thing, people were interested. It felt playoffy, good energy, good defense from both from all four sides. Um, NBA good defense from or, Kemba. NBA back or no? The NBA hasn't started yet. Right. It starts on Christmas or NBA starts on Christmas. So how could something be back if it hasn't even started yet? It felt like it was like Christmas Eve to me that's how last night felt last night was a good lineup with great games the suns warriors wasn't necessarily a great game because d book got hurt in the first quarter watch out for d book as a little mvp candidate that's all i'm gonna say uh but nicks nets a good game a rivalry game no and i want to i want to i want to talk about the Knicks for a second 
some news this week came out. Uh, Kemba came home this offseason. Yes, he did. And now he's grounded in his room. Mm. He can't go out and play with his friends. Kemba was a huge signing, low risk, high reward. Yeah. He's he's back in the Mecca, the step back jumper in the big in the Big East tournament. This mm. is Kemba's home. Kemba yeah. has wanted to come home. And now he's grounded in his room out of the rotation. Yeah. You can't sit here. I don't care what his knees, what his defense looks like. You can't sit here, look me in the eye, and tell me that the Knicks have a better chance at winning basketball games with Alec Burks as their starting point oh, guard than they oh. do Kemba Walker. So so that's where you're wrong. I can actually That like, is that 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 is that's not a that's not a, a tick to Alec Burks. That is an indictment on how bad Kemba Walker is at basketball. That's correct. Kemba Walker and I still so my take on him is like I would love so it's two things. One, he doesn't play Tibbs ball, right? He's a terrible defender. Tibbs ball is okay, defense. Yeah, defense and hustle and gritty and like he's a, you know, at this point in his career, he's a skill player. Are we shooter. gonna are we gonna start calling the defensive player of the year the Tibbs ball player of the year? Yeah, Tibbs ball player of the year. So that's for one. It just doesn't make sense as a fit, which we can talk about all the Knicks signings not really fitting Tibbs style either. Um two he hasn't been making shots. So when he's not making shots, I kid you not, this is how I would describe Kemba Walker. He's a he's a 20% field goal shooter who can't go past anyone, finish in the lane, or create, and is the worst defender on the floor. So in that sense, he actually brings nothing. The way I would like to see him be used, because I don't think he'll stay out of the rotation the entire season. Maybe he gets moved. Maybe he goes and plays somewhere else. I don't know. But I, I think he could still fill like a Lou Will role that the Hawks had last year, which was you put him in for the first four minutes of the second See quarter. See if he's hot. He shoots two shots. If they go in, you play him throughout. Maybe you try it again to start the fourth. He has 18 and then. Exactly. And if he's and missing if he misses shots, both, yank he, him. He plays four minutes, had two shot attempts. He's a minus six. And you know what? Maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's not. Maybe one Kemba minute, whatever. So, but yes, I can genuinely, as much as it sucks to say, I can genuinely look you in the face and tell you he's that terrible right now, which sucks. But I still, I stand by the move. If you want to talk about Evan Fournier. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The Knicks gave the rest of the NBA, which we've kind of known this for a year, a textbook what not to do in NBA free agency. It's very simple. You never, ever, this is what I equate a running back to in the NBA. You never, ever pay a high-volume scorer that's coming from a dog shit organization and a bad team really? big money. Really? I, I agree. I agree. Agreement. Three syllables. Agreement. I agree. Also three syllables. Tobias Harris. I knew that was coming. He didn't Tob- get, we, first off, that's four silver. I'm sorry. Didn't? Didn't? Oh, we traded oh. for him. Oh, that. Oh, so you gave up assets instead of signing him. Yeah, we gave, gave up, up Landry assets. Shannon. Gave up assets. So instead of signing him, you actually gave away assets, then maxed a player on a dog shit team who scores in volume shooting. He was on the Clippers. But really, he was on the Magic, and that's where he like kind of popped up. He was on up. the Magic a long time ago. Anyways, and the Clippers weren't good. 
Oh, just all Why were they trading their max superstar? Anyways, thank you for he was, proving He my wasn't point. on a max at that point. <laughs> uh, I agree. 48. Look, we'll see because I, Kemba really was a fa- I mean, we had the worst starting lineup in basketball. Last night, it was a little better. The problem is Randall, he's been, his effort levels have definitely dropped off this oh, season. Oh, you mean Randall has regressed from just no, whatever the fuck happened last in, year? Regression was in order. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the effort levels. It Jack, really, the first night of the NBA, Knicks fans were tweeting, wait, I thought Randall was supposed to regress. At, like a sarcastic. I mean, he had 28-9-8 and eight last night. Like, the funny thing is, he's not going to do it every and night. And attack. He's not going to do it every night like he did last year, but he can still play really good games, which is still shocking to Knicks fans. Once again, his effort level is just like shockingly low. It feels like he actually took like the love and the hype the city gave him and all of it went directly to his brain. I wasn't Uh. expecting that, but I think Tibbs might be able to get him back on track. It's hard to grade Fournier with, you know, play next to Kemba. I asked about RJ recently. Well, he was sick last night. No, but tell me about it before that. How has he been playing? RJ is not playing well. Hmm. Once again, these things could all be attached to Kemba Walker. Because or they could all be these players are playing to their potential. And the Knicks, well, no, in fact, because have we bad saw, basketball. We actually saw what their potential was last season. Was that potential or was that just riding a high and now the market's correcting itself back to well, the... But Indian. but that doesn't mean that the potential isn't that because if you're capable of getting there, then you. Is could there any it. worry to you that the Knicks won't be playing in the playoffs? That includes getting out of the play-in tournament. Play it for sure, for sure. But I think the ceiling is as high as we could have easily beaten the title favorites on the road last night. And the, the are you fl- on the road? <laughs> True. And the floor is, you know, dropping two to the Magic at home. I, I really think we're at a point where we're back to this. We could beat every team and lose every team. I'm really interested to see how the team looks. Minus Kemba Walker. D-Rose back from injury. He, I just want to give some love to D-Rose because I was not a fan of that trade. Mostly because I thought it would take minutes away from quickly, which he ended up playing 37 last night, which I'm really happy about. Rose is like, I kid you not, a knockdown three-point shooter. And it's one of the coolest things I've seen. He lost all that athleticism and his handle and shooting has just like doubled from where it was. Uh, So cool for D-Rose. Anyways, too much time on the Knicks. Uh, College football championship weekend. We've got Oklahoma State versus Baylor. We've got Alabama, Georgia, Iowa, Michigan, Houston, Cincy. Those are the big ones because those determine the college football playoff. You've got Georgia at one. You've got Michigan at two, Alabama at three. Did that shock you at all, Abe, given their performance against Auburn? No, because everything related to the college football playoff and college football is political. Right. And there's no way that the college football playoff committee would make it so that there could be any situation in which Georgia and Alabama play each other in the, in the semifinal. So... If Alabama wins, they will jump to one. If Michigan wins, they will stay two. Mm-hmm. Georgia then moves to three. And then the fourth, if Cincy wins, they'll be there, and that'll be your four. You'll have Cincy versus Bama and Michigan versus okay. Georgia. So so I want to stop you there. And I would love to get this in the takes app. I would love to honestly just throw 100 on it. You seem very convinced that if Cincinnati wins the football game, they are in the playoff, and I could not disagree more. That would If, if what you're saying is true – 
that would be the funniest thing that's ever happened to college football. That they have sat in the college football playoff rankings in the top four for the last, what was it, been three weeks? Mm-hmm. Like This is the first time a small guy has made it into the top four. And in their minds, they're thinking, okay, we finally have gained the respect. All we have to do is finish our business and we'll stay there. They've won. They've won. They've won. They've I, stayed put. I if would... they happen to win again and manage to drop out, that's like honestly a dream of mine. Oklahoma State, if they defeat Baylor in the Big 12 championship, will 100, doesn't matter, will 100% be in the college football playoff over Cincinnati. Then why would they put Oklahoma State 5? Because they haven't won the conference yet. In their current state, they have not, right? That, that's the thing. But if it's winning, As, you're in. If it's winning, you're in. Because Then the because, indicator would be Oklahoma State should be 4. No, I don't because think that's why fair. no, I understand because what you're I saying. Because I think yeah, by resume stance, undefeated team, sure right now, one loss, they're lower, but given a Big 12 championship, you can't assume they're going to win me, and just rank to them To me, as if such. you are 1, 2, 3 and 4, and that by no means is this how it is going to be possibly, to me if you are 1, 2, 3 and 4 and in a conference championship, that means win and you're in. Okay, so let me give you a little bit of history. In 2016, I believe it was. Was that the first year of the playoff or 14 was the first year? 14, 14 or 16. One of, TCU. When Ezekiel Elliott won that, yeah, that team. Yeah, that was 14. TCU going into the final championship weekend was ranked fourth in the playoff ranking. They won the Big 12 championship 55-3. to three. They fell out of the playoff. Who got in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have that information. But to say that TCU, who's a Big 12 champion, fell out, tells me that a Big 12 champion will jump Cincinnati. The point being, like, you're definitely that not... Is, if you're a Cincinnati fan, like, that is the most fucked up thing that yeah. anybody can do. Like, if you're a Cincinnati fan, you're thinking exactly what I thought, right? I, I don't think so. I think you're actually in the minority who assumed just really. Were, yeah, yeah. I could I'm be sure. wrong. Eagleson, I, Eagleson, put a poll in uh, on the on the Instagram with the Cincinnati logo or whatever. If Cincinnati wins, no matter what, are they in the college football yeah. playoff? So, I bet you. I bet you a lot. I bet you over seventy percent of the people will agree with me. Interesting. I'm not I, saying I'm going to be yeah, right. I would yeah. love if you were right. I think that would yeah. be hilarious. So on my on my Christmas wish list for this weekend, mayhem. Bama loses. Yeah. Michigan loses. Cincinnati loses. <laughs> Oklahoma State loses. What's the Pac-12 game? Oregon. U- Utah. Oregon. No, Oregon someone. Whatever. I want mayhem. Let's, let's, let's say that. Look at Bring up the rankings right now. If mm. you had to guess, if Bama lost, Michigan lost, Cincinnati lost, Oklahoma State lost. The chaos parlay. I actually might have to place that. <laughs> Who gets in? You automatically have Georgia. You'll have Notre Dame. Then the next two teams are finally two. The first two lost teams get in. Yes. So you would probably. I think Bama stays. I think Bama stays. No, I don't know if Bama would stay. Maybe. Two lost Bama. I think think Baylor's in for sure as a big Where where are they ranked right now? They're nine. As a two loss. Two loss Big 12 champion, I think gets in. And your other options, you've got Ohio. I think it's State. Georgia, Georgia, Bama, Notre Dame, 
Ohio State's not getting it as a non-conference champion. Correct. And and two losses. I was was 15 in the country, but they're two loss Big Ten champion. Big 12 was Big Ten was really good this year, too. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it was like at one point it was really good. Yeah, it was definitely fake good. Notre Dame's in for sure. So let me just say for if you are a Cincinnati fan, you are rooting for Baylor and Georgia this weekend. That is for sure. Those are your you're just rooting for Baylor or Georgia. I mean, you definitely want Georgia for sure locks them into the playoff because Bama's out. Bama's out with two losses. Right. So that's that's what you're rooting for. And I'm rooting for Cincy to get in, even in Abe's mayhem parlay. I'm rooting for chaos. (laughs) Um, MLB. So it sounds like the MLB is going into a lockout tonight or yesterday. Pretty sure I predicted that. And then I said that the MLB would just cease to exist. Yeah. So that's that's happening, and that's why all these signings went down. The biggest one of the bunch, uh, at least notably, is Max Scherzer at 37 years old getting a deal worth $130 million. You hate the Mets. You think they're idiots. What are your thoughts? I don't, I don't think the Mets are idiots. It's just the Mets are kind of a cowboyish team. What can go wrong will go wrong for the Mets. Scherzer is unfreaking believable. Yeah. But when you take it when you when you take his name out of the equation and you say the New York Mets. Can you do that though? Yes, because it's the Mets. The New York Mets signed a 37-year-old pitcher to 40 million dollars a year. 40 million dollars, I don't really care. Baseball fake money. That's a recipe for disaster. When you're the New York Mets. Will it pay off? I mean, you have DeGrom and Scherzer. Not really much more you can ask for better than that. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, it is the Mets. Given the Mets pitching history and how often their pitchers get hurt, it's Thank yeah, you. it's definitely a bad omen. Those two is one of it's let's say they're fully healthy next year. If you guarantee full health, that's the greatest pitching duo ever. Is that possible? Like it, even if we're not gonna rank them, but like that is a possible statement, right? I mean, you would have to – the comparable one would probably be Kershaw and, and Scherzer in right. L.A. last right. year. Right, but they but didn't DeGrom like is a god. Yeah, DeGrom might be better and than – And Kershaw was hurt. Yeah, so that's pretty special. One of the funny things I've been seeing from Mets Twitter, because I have ventured onto there somehow, is they're now making fun of the Yankees because the Yankees – I mean, we all are. Them. We all are. Uh, it just feels like Mets haven't done enough to really. Yeah, I mean, them. those who live in glass houses should never throw stones. Right. But at the same time, the reason that the entire fan base of the MLB minus Yankee fans can laugh at the Yankees is because of their franchise is worth $7 billion and they're taking in so much revenue a year. And they're just blatantly telling their fans, we are going to keep your money and not use it. And is that's there what anyone doing. left to sign? I know Seager signed big. Marte's off the market. Trevor a Story. Trevor Story. They need a shortstop. They did make a move, though, Jack, that you'll be very happy about. The New York Yankees tendered a contract to none other than the Gary, Gary Sanchez. Yeah. The Sanchez is back in the Bronx where he belongs. Um, but I mean, you know it's me. Yankees. I just want them to be good enough for one home game in. You the just Blue need a wild card game. Yeah, you just need I don't a, a wild card game. And last year they make me go to Fenway, 
Garrett Schmoll makes me bet on him like six times, which is tradition. But like, I want to be in the bleachers for one game, and and they disappointed me last year. It is pretty crazy they're not spending. That was another thing for the Mets, you know, Daddy Steve Cohen and how he's spending all that money. Like, they haven't really gone that crazy yet, and they didn't make any major moves. Assuming Max isn't, I, I don't know, the the star pitcher that he is, which I think he will be. I mean, the Mets have made some moves. The story of this MLB offseason has been just players are just going to dumpster fire organizations yeah, they're just for getting a shit ton bags. of money. You've got Seager and Simeon going to Texas, getting bags. You've got Baez going to Detroit. These low market, these small market teams. Would you teams. move to Detroit for $130 million, Abe? What, Jack? Would you? I'd live homeless in Detroit for $130 million. <laughs> I'd pitch a tent. For 130 million dollars. Well, you wouldn't. Yeah, you got Robbie Ray going to the Mariners. Yeah. Like all these moves are just hysterical this year because you got Texas shelling out cash, you got Detroit shelling out cash, and the most value, the highest valued franchise in all of sports, or top whatever it is, dead silent. Ruben as, as Odor Yankee to the hater, That is music to my ears. Odor. Odor's a. He's a gritty guy you want on your team if you remember no, him throwing punches back in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You need that kind of locker room presence down in Baltimore to turn the culture around. You do. Kind of like the anything? Knicks. Kind of like the Knicks of uh, the MLB. <laughs> the Phils do anything? Phils are in talks with – we're like one of those teams because we are a big market team and our GM likes to spend. We've just been linked to every single player, and all we've done so far is sign a relief pitcher from the Dodgers. But – we're going to knock on one. Not Blake college. Trinan. Not Blake Trinan. Corey Kniebel. Ooh. Watch out for Corey Kniebel. But uh, speaking of the Phils, all these guys are getting paid, these young stars and everything, and you got this offseason. The MVP of the NL, he signed a 13-year, $330 million contract <laughs> a couple years ago. Everyone said, oh, he's overrated, oh, this, that. He's now the 13th highest paid by annual value of his salary and he was the nl mvp last year so for those who make fun of your players signing like in the in the nfl when you pay a quarterback it's like kirk cousins is the highest paid quarterback in the league dude give it three years he'll be three years give it three months he'll be top eight it's the same thing with the mlb and now that bryce contract is looking like a steal yeah you know what jack i'm gonna say it I'm going to say it about my Phillies. I think this is our decade. This is your decade to go to the playoffs? We're due after that decade that we just had. Who is more I will likely? Make, I, you who know will what? go to the Here playoffs you, you sooner? Point, Orioles you or, zero or point, Phillies? You want a 0.00? There is a 0.00000 chance that the Phillies go another decade without making the playoffs. Okay. I feel it's that. Gonna hit. It's been red, red, red the last 10 years. Within the next ten rolls, yeah, there's gonna be a got, black in there. It's gotta be black. Okay. Eagles take app. So he's my percentage. He's a Blue Jays fan, right? So I guess he doesn't really like Odor because Odor I mean he gave it to Batista. Nice. He gave it to mm-hmm. Batista. Uh what do you got for us today, buddy? Oh, some hockey to start off. I'm sure you guys have missed it. Yeah. Oh, I saw there was like post on like Sports Center about hockey the other night. There was a cool goal. There's been lots of great goals, actually. Oh, no, like, the guy cleared the puck. It went, like, off the side of the wall and just, like, ran into the net. Did you see that last night? Oh, uh, I saw snapback. Yeah. That was also on Instagram. <laughs> but anyway. 
that's already cutting into your uh, one minute of hockey time. But nonetheless, you've got hockey for us. Whoever mm-hmm. the fuck listens to this, Eagleson's got <laughs> hockey for you. So here we go. Drop the puck in three, two, one. All right, so the Leafs' run has not stopped since the last time we talked. They just got back from a West Coast road trip, which they went undefeated on and set a bunch of team records. They've been looking like the best overall team in hockey, getting good scoring from the guys making the big money, which was a huge complaint from last year, and the bottom six guys have been chipping in too. But goaltending is what's really pushing this team over the edge right now. Easily, the leading Vesna candidate, Jack Campbell, is putting up a 9.46 save percentage and 1.64 goals against average, and that's big for Toronto. If you can keep that up and stay healthy, this Leafs team is different. Brendan Lemieux got five games for biting Brady to Chuck on the hand. Yes, he actually did bite him during a game. And this is funny because Lemieux's dad played in the NHL, as did the the Chucks. And the dads fought when they were both in the league. So that's kind of cool to see these two going at it. Um, There seems to be a bit of a disconnect between the Caps and Flyers right now. The Caps have moved up to first in the division, while the Flyers have faltered off to around 500 and second last in the division. Ovi needs 145 goals to beat Gretzky's record, and I think he'll get it done for a few reasons, but mostly because in year 17 at 36 years old... Dude, Jack. That's my V. That's my V. I was in. Guy heard. It. Guy heard caps. Caps yeah, to the about caps to the top of the division and flyers to the bottom, and he lets Eagleson get in an extra five seconds. Uh, whatever. We're not a hockey town. I don't care. It's hockey. But I did see something on Twitter the other day. Somebody on the on the Devils just signed a big contract. Eagleson, is that correct? Am I allowed to talk? Yeah. Yeah. Permission. Ah, uh, yes. Jack Hughes, he signed Jack a Hughes, massive sh- ticket. He signed a massive deal. Yeah. Jack, any guesses what it was? 10 for 90. 8 for 64. <laughs> How Okay, is he a top what? 10 player in the NHL? No. Is he a top 20 player? In the, will he be in the All-Star game? Like, maybe not. In the next five years, will he be in the All-Star game? Yes. Jack, he's making two less million dollars a year than Nerland's Noel. Oh. Austin Matthews is the highest paid. Holy shit. You have three of the top five highest paid <laughs> players and you guys stink? <laughs> okay. We don't. Were you not listening? We don't stink. But I, I yeah, talked about this last were you year. Not like listening? Uh, no, yeah. he wasn't listening. <laughs> Um, the money's tied up in those big guys, and that's kind of been the problem. They weren't that. able to score at all the so, last year. Hey, the, Nets. The, the highest contract in in the NHL, sixteen mil a year. That's less than that's less than that's Evan Nick Chubb money. Whoa, Matt, how is Matthews making sixteen? Actually, maybe that's just with other cap stuff. But the, I think the cap is like twelve and a half for a player. Is Toronto like a cool city? Yeah, people want so. like you're a destination in free agency. Yeah, like uh, Jason even after Spezza, you're just a poverty organization, like people want to come play. It's kind of the Knicks. Abe. It's it's like it's it's like the Cowboys. Like people want to play for the Cowboys even when they suck because they're the Cowboys. Abe, you guys haven't. Uh, I guess the Cowboys haven't done anything either. Abe, exactly. tell me if you how many of these players you've heard of. These are the highest paid players in the league. Austin Matthews. Yes. Mitch Marner. Nope. He's the second. He's a Toronto player. Keep uh, going. McFraud. Yep. Yeah. Panarin. Nope. Really? He's a Ranger. I figure you'd know him. Uh, Tavar- oh, I think I've seen his name before. Tavares. Yep. Eric Carlson. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's... that's a terrible. Is contract. he is he an old player? Yeah, yeah. Nicky, yeah, I play I play with him in in like Chell fourteen. Yeah, you know, he Backstrom, fell off a obviously. cliff. That guy. Yep. Uh, Miko Rantanen. Yeah. Nope. You don't know him, right, Dave? Nope. Bobrovsky. Sergey Bobrovsky, the goalie, yeah. the old Flyers yeah. goalie. Yeah. Is he, he good? Yeah, he had a yeah huge for the yeah Panthers. he 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 was he was good he fell off and then now I guess he's good again this year yeah. don't know how that happened Vasilevsky all right Bob nope Roman Josie are we at Yo- the point yet Yossi? where we're at like the NBA veteran minimum for how much money they're making <laughs> this is the eleventh paid player in the NHL and he's making how much twelve mil a year jeez it's bad all right Eagleson you got school for us. Yeah, so I just I was given a math project, and I need to make a scatter plot, do some stuff, but I need a like two variable data, and I was wondering if I could come here, maybe put it out to the come, fam. Come here for math? <laughs> no, for well, data. not for that. Just just, just for the the data. data. Okay, the data. All right, what's the topic? So you know, I was having trouble thinking of something, so I just came up with your age in relation to how much hours you spend a week watching sports. Okay. I don't know. Like we can put that on the story, or if you guys have better ideas, okay. I am. No, I like open. that. All right. So, cool. I guess you would have to put up two question polls. Which like, age mm-hmm. group do you fall in? Like, do like? No, I think you can just do the number, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I thought about. Like, I thought the number would work better too. Just yeah. go through it. Like. How many hours per week do you spend watching sports? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm 25. I actually think that that I down. actually think that data is not going to be what you expect it to be because of unless people answer. I actually think we live in a, and the ratings say we live in a world now where people are just content tracking it on their phones. Well, that's great data for Eagleson to have. Yeah, got to figure this stuff out. And then he's going to come back. He's going to sell it to some big corp. He's going to buy out the podcast and hockey's going to Eagleson, be an hour big long. analytics yeah. guy. <laughs> yep. So I'm 25 guy. and I listen. I watch sports probably. Hey, 12 plus 22. Did you just give yourself two hours Monday through Saturday and like eight hours on Sunday? I was three hours. I was three hours a night on Monday through Friday. But one night I probably don't watch any sports. So I called it 12. Then I'm going to give myself like six on Saturday, 18 plus. No way. You usually watch six hours on Saturday. Like, casually. Mm, I don't think you do. Like, it's on at the bar, I was kind of counting. I think I do. UFC, I UFC, NBA. Past my bedtime. So I'm I'm, 12 plus, I'm 28, Eagleson. Mark me down for 28. Okay. I'm not 28. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you want to do Spotify wrapped? That's gross. Right. That is uh, such a waste of time. So um, I'll start with Sunday, 1 until 10.30, nine and a half hours, 10 sometimes. We'll call it nine hours. Saturday, in an average month on a Saturday, probably like... At least three. You I'll watch the three, whole I'll Penn give State it three game. hours a day. Okay. Um, I do not watch the whole Penn State game. 12. <laughs> Put me down for 20. Put me down for 20. Okay. But, do, you, do you have a TV in your room? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Cable? Amazon Fire Stick. Ah, okay. 
that's part of it. If you don't have cable, like, and you don't really watch like the Monday night game or the Thursday I watch, night. I watch, you watch the halves. Right, you watch your half. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. And how? But like, if I'm not like Monday night, I watch the entire Sixers game, and I watch a half of Seahawks Redskins. Right. Oh. That's. Oh. oh. They actually said that on the air. Did yeah. they? Yeah. yeah also, were. like, if there's no Manning cast, it's very hard for me to tune into Monday Night Football. Well, especially when it's Seattle, Washington. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Do you guys really like the Manning cast that much? Love. When it's on, I don't. When it's I'm on, with you, Eagleson. I think it's a little overrated, but it's better yeah. than the sh- the normal. I think. I don't know. I was I was watching it the if last it was time. The permanent... I, I switched back to the normal broadcast. The I, like, only I couldn't thing, follow the, the only, game as well. The only the only criticism I have for it is sometimes you miss stuff because you don't have the the noise of the fans yeah, at the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Like DK Metcalf a few weeks ago had an 80-yard touchdown, and I didn't even really know it. <laughs> right. But like the guests they bring on, the way they break it down, if they kept it to stay on ESPN2, I'd never watch a regular Monday Night Broadcast. And that even I, includes I, for my team. The I Eagles think, Cowboys, no, I watched I the disagree. You did. I could never I with my yeah, own team. Yeah, I think that's why. Because I, I agree Also, with Eagles, LeBron like, was on that night, so... I was missing the crowd noise. Like, I think they could mm-hmm. just turn up the crowd noise a little bit, and that would solve most of the I agree. issues. Yeah. I agree. But I am a huge Manning cast proponent. You're a stan. As huge as the fan at the Buccaneers game? Nope. Not a, not that big. Not <laughs> at the game actually tuning into the Manning cast. Bit. Okay. So you're right in between those two. Yes. Okay. Eagleson, final thoughts? Fins up. 500 by Christmas. I'll keep saying it. 500 what? Dollars in your stockings? What are we looking The team's going to be 500. Got Fuck it. off. Abe, final thoughts? Final thoughts headed to the weekend. You know what? I'm just going to knock on wood for absolute chaos in college football. I need so many arguments on Twitter. I need the takes to be out, and I need this app to get going. Okay. Fair enough. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.